0: You're listening to the Fantasy Football Astronauts. Welcome back to another episode of the Fantasy Football Astronauts. I'm your host today, Guy Fieri. You can catch me on Twitter at FF underscore Flavortown. And uh, we have week four coming up. This has been a very strange, very strange uh, season so far with all the injuries, uh, lots of Kind of unexpected games, lots of blown leads, uh, thankfully for my Bears this past week. And um, so, yeah, we're, we're here to help you navigate what's going on. Uh, make sure you check out our Waiver Wire podcast um, that drops early in the week to make sure that you're on top of your waiver pickups gonna help you win and dominate your leagues um, everyone that's listening to to those has been given great reviews I've gotten a lot of uh, responses to me personally saying that the advice that we're giving this season is is helping them stay on top and, and stay in first and second place in their leagues you know there's a lot of people that we helped select their teams and and they're already seeing the success on uh, on the app so um, with without further ado let's get into it let's talk about the Broncos and Jets this Is going to be a crappy game. Uh, It's got the lowest point total, uh, projected point total for the week. Um, You have Sam Darnold versus uh, Brett Ripon, I believe, and I think he's starting now. And so you're not super excited about the players in this game. Jamison Crowder, maybe he's expected to play tonight. I'm very hesitant with the hamstring injury. Anyone coming back from an injury, that first game back, I'm I'm a little hesitant, especially with the hamstring. So I'm not really starting anyone outside of Melvin Gordon tonight. Melvin Gordon, uh, maybe Braxton Berrios. Those are probably my top two guys, and it, it kind of feels gross to say that that Braxton Berrios is a guy that I would want to start, but he's probably going to be the guy on the Jets that's scoring points. Um, not a ton to say. Uh, it's definitely going to be better to watch than the debate was the other day, so at least we're excited for that, but not a ton to say there. This is, this is uh, the Thursday night game. Not not a lot going on, so uh, so stay away from most guys in this game. Uh, Melvin Gordon, maybe Noah Fant, uh, if you're looking for a streaming option for tight end this week uh, in deeper leagues and tight end premium leagues, um, but Melvin Gordon, Braxton Berrios, probably my top two guys there. I don't trust Jamison Crowder just yet. Um, next... Let's go to Saints Lions. So Saints Lions has a really good uh a really good projected points total for this week. It's set at 54 right now um on most sites. And so I like I really like this point spread. I really like both of these offenses and I think both defenses are not so hot right now. The Saints defense is not looking very good at all, especially against the pass game and Matt Stafford has looked incredible. So um I'm excited about Kenny Galladay this week. I think Kenny Galladay is going to have a monster week. Um I'm pretty excited about uh TJ Hawkinson and Marvin Jones too, although to a lesser extent. But I think you're going to see Kenny Galladay have a, an absolute monster game. Um Adrian Peterson going to be flex worthy this week. Uh he's someone that I mean, I'm not excited to start him because that is a, a committee there. But when you see the volume that he's getting, when you see uh, just how many snaps and how many carries he's getting, and actually the success he's having on the ground, that's the guy that you want in that offense. Um, Not a super exciting run game by the Lions, um, not awe-inspiring, but against this Saints defense, I I think you're going to be seeing um, a good amount of goal line carries, and uh, that's really what you want from Adrian Peterson. The touchdown upside is there this week. Now for the Saints, it looks like Michael Thomas is going to be playing. He's practiced this week. Um there's a good shot he plays and if they roll him out here out there and I said this last week, if they roll him out there, he's going to produce. They're not going to risk their their star wide receiver for a game against the winless Detroit Lions. Um or sorry, Detroit Lions have one win. Um they're bad enough where they should not have won that game, but they're they're not going to risk it against a bottom of the, the bottom tier Detroit lions team when they're obviously the better team. Um, so, so the saints, if, if Michael Thomas plays, then he's going to get the volume. They have not had a good passing game. Uh, It's, it's just not been great. They didn't have anyone really step up outside of Alvin Kamara and Alvin Kamara has been dominant. He's been unbelievable. Um, we had uh, uh, Jax Falcone. You can catch him on Twitter at Dino Game Theory. He uh, tweeted it out, and it's kind of blown up. Alvin Kamara, up to this point, if he had zero carries, zero carries, he would be the wide receiver four on the season, which is absolutely insane. So Alvin Kamara is um, looking like he's going to be the RB1, and uh, he's pretty much untradeable. Uh, I offered... Joe Mixon, a couple firsts, and and some other players for him, and uh, the guy didn't even respond. Like I, I was offering a, a ton, given all my picks up, and uh, the the Alvin Kamara owner did not want any of it. So um, he's pretty much ungettable if you don't have him, and if you do have him, you are reaping the benefits of one of the top performers this year. He's going to he's going to be dominant even when Michael Thomas comes back, um, because. As we've seen, Drew Brees hasn't really trusted anyone else in the offense to a a great extent. So I think Michael Thomas doesn't really detract from Alvin Kamara's value too much. I think you're going to see just a ton of target funneling, a ton of volume funneling to Michael Thomas and and still to Alvin Kamara. They've been uh, seeing success on their offense with Alvin Kamara getting a ton of volume. So I I don't see that changing even when Michael Thomas comes back. I do expect the Saints to win this game, but it should be a nice high-scoring game. Um, if you're looking on uh, DraftKings or, or you're playing FanDuel for DFS this week, Kenny Kenny Galladay is my start of the week for, for this team. He's Kenny Galladay, Matt Stafford, that is an unbelievable stack. would love to have that in all my lineups. I'm not sure on the price just yet, but, uh, but that's a, a great stack going into, the, into this week against the very poorest Saints defense. Um, Up next, we'll go Chargers-Buccaneers. Now, this one, uh, interesting. They only have the uh, projected points total at 43 points, and so I think that's a little bit low. I think the way that Justin Herbert's been slinging the ball, you're going to see a little bit more of a a passing showdown than you would expect. Um, Buccaneers have a good rushing defense, so I expect Austin Eckler to get involved in the pass game a lot, Um, and, and I really think they'll try and stick to throwing the ball. I think they're going to, uh, they're, they're one and two right now. They need to turn it around against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Why not let your young gunslinger uh, come out firing and, uh, and, and see what he can do. Tom Brady has been uh great thus far. He's been a, a pretty good, pretty good fantasy asset. And uh, he's he's doing what we want him to do with his wide receivers. Um, we'd like to see him get Gronk involved a little bit more. You know, it doesn't look like Gronk is having the season we all thought. But with Chris Godwin likely out with the hamstring injury, um, I don't know that he's gotten that designation on your leagues yet, but with him likely out for the week to next two weeks, Mike Evans is going to be a huge recipient there. Um, And and Scotty Miller, I have not given up on Scotty Miller just yet. I think think with Leonard Fournette, I think he's going to be out as well. I think Tom Brady's looking for a guy that he can trust, and it is Chris Godwin. But when Chris Godwin's not there, he's been spreading the ball around. And so uh, that's not typically been his case. He usually has his go-to guys, and it doesn't seem like Mike Evans is the go-to guy, although he's obviously the best wide receiver on the team. He's getting two targets for two yards and two touchdowns. And so that's plenty for your fantasy team. He's going to get the, the red zone volume. Um, but I think Scotty Miller has value this week again. And um, and so he's probably still available on most waiver wires. Uh, and he's I think he's going to be a good DFS play. Um, he's going to be incredibly cheap. And I do I know that uh, last time Chris Godwin was out with the concussion that you saw Scotty Miller kind of have a, a disappointing week, but I think that's going to turn around I think um I think this week Scotty Miller' is going to get in the groove uh with Tom Brady because you've seen him have success on limited targets I think just just get him more volume and and you'll see that explode um so Scotty Miller I'm in on this week. Uh, Ronald Jones I'm in on you know he's if if Leonard Fournette is out Ronald Jones is going to be the guy and uh, I'm not really sure what the designation there is with Leonard Fournette but it doesn't look like he'll be playing and um, so Ronald Jones is another guy that I like there Um, as far as the Chargers go Justin Herbert has been nothing but electric and so I'm starting him which is weird to say I'm starting him in some DFS lineups uh, and you know, I'm if I'm streaming quarterbacks, that's not a bad option. They're gonna let him throw the ball, uh, and then your normal guys, uh, Keenan Allen, Austin Eckler, and Hunter Henry. I think have immense value. I think Austin Eckler is going to continue to be a top, uh, running back this year, top five consistently, week in and week out. Should see the volume. Josh Kelly doesn't scare me. Uh, you're still getting the incredible efficiency with Austin Eckler, and he's getting 20-plus touches a game, and that's exactly what you want from whatever running back you're going to roll out and start. So uh, big fan of this game as far as fantasy points. I think, it, I mean, I'm, I don't do any sports betting, but I would definitely take the over here. I think uh, Justin Herbert's going to sling it. I think Tom Brady's going to sling it, and you should see a, a good high-scoring game here. All right. Jacksonville versus the Bengals. Now, this probably goes without being said at this point, but James Robinson is a smash start here. He's going to have an incredible game. Um, the The Bengals' run defense is abysmal. You saw uh, a couple of weeks ago the uh the browns ran all over the Bengals. Uh, both kareem hunt and nick chubb had running back one weeks and it was just a dream scenario so having james robinson you've got him for free slot him in there he's going to be a running back one this week you can book that you can take that to the bank james robinson um he could be the guy that that is the top scoring running back this week i would not be surprised at all um as far as other Jaguars, I'm not super excited about anyone. Um, Gardner Minshew has a good matchup, so maybe he he uh, figures it out this week, but when he doesn't have DJ Chark out there, he seems a little lost. So if I'm starting anyone on this offense, it's James Robinson. And then if DJ Chark is available and healthy, then both he and Minshew are good options here. So uh, I do like them, but it's kind of contingent. Minshew, And chart like it has to be both of those, Um, and and that's when I start. That's when I feel comfortable starting Gardner Minshew uh, over some other guys. Uh, As far as the the Bengals go, I think you're I think you're gonna have pretty good success from Joe Burrow. Uh, T Higgins has come on as of late. He's he got the most snaps out of all wide receivers uh, this past week. I believe he he outsnapped or or John Ross was a healthy scratch, and so you see that they're starting to put trust in T Higgins. Now I don't know. If he's someone that I would start just yet uh, in in uh, redraft or or dynasty, but that is a guy that you need to get him now before he officially breaks out. Right, he had a good game this last week, but you need to go make sure you have him on your roster because it looks like this is going to be the guy moving forward. AJ Green or yeah, AJ Green has not done uh, anything as of yet. He's been underwhelming to say the least. Uh, Tyler Boyd has been solid and definitely like him going forward but Joe Burrow it looks like is going to sling the ball I think he has the second most passing attempts in the league through three weeks and so this passing offense is all systems go their defense is terrible so they're always playing behind and they're not playing against a great Jaguars defense so um I like the Bengals this week, uh, their pass catchers. Tyler Boyd and T. Higgins are the, the two that I like. T. Higgins would be a, a good DFS guy uh, to have in there. Joe Burrow still a cheap option on DraftKings. So uh, with that passing volume, you can't you can not not want to start some of those guys. Um, so Tyler Boyd, I'm rolling out there. T. Higgins, it's, I, I kind of want to wait another week before I commit to him, but he's a guy you have to go out and get. Um and then Joe Mixon, it's been really, really disappointing, and uh, I'm I'm not really sure what to think. I don't know what to do with Joe Mixon anymore. It's, it's just such a frustrating scenario to be in because he has all the talent in the world, and we see it in the yards created, and um, and we see it in his pass catching ability. And for whatever reason, that offensive line cannot get it figured out, and they they can't incorporate him in the pass game like they should. So, I mean, if you have Joe Mixon, you have to start him. It's still a good matchup, um, but if you're an owner, you're getting nervous. And in Dynasty, it it doesn't seem like a good time to buy or sell. He he like it doesn't. You don't know what this offense is going to look like moving forward. It doesn't seem like a good time to buy or sell the owners don't want to give him up for less than a premium and uh, if if you're selling you want a premium for him because you know the talent so he's a guy that very like for the low production he's had very unattainable in uh dynasty leagues right now which is kind of surprising so um those are my thoughts on the jacksonville bengals game it not not a game that i'm super excited about but um I do like the uh, I do like the Cincinnati uh, wide receivers there. The over under is set at forty nine, so they're expecting a pretty high scoring game, and I, I would be um, I-, I would be expecting that as well. I think James Robinson is going to have an excellent day. The Vikings versus the Texans uh, is where we'll go next, and this one this one is is really interesting. I think the Texans are going to win this one uh, in a landslide. But we really have to look at the moon phases uh, to see if, do you start Brandon Cooks? Do you start Will Fuller? Um, and so it, it's kind of confusing. And so if you follow Jetpack Galileo, you, uh, you should go check him out because he's giving you all the moon phases. Um, and let me just check right here, see what we have coming up. And it looks like, we have a full moon tomorrow, actually. So you're getting pretty close to a full moon this weekend. Um, and, you know, I'm okay starting Will Fuller. It's a 98% illumination on the moon. So I believe that's uh, that's a good sign. You'll have to check with Jetpack Galileo. But I believe it's a good sign for Will Fuller this week. But regardless, Will Fuller and Brandon Cooks both probably starts this week. Um, The over-under is set at 54.5. So this is a game that the betting experts are expecting to be very high scoring. Um, Dalvin Cook, all systems go there. You're never not starting him. Um, But the interesting one is the Minnesota wide receivers. Do you start both Justin Jefferson and Adam Adam Thielen? And I think the answer still is no. I think you still have to roll out Adam Thielen uh, because Justin Jefferson won exploding week. I don't know that that is enough for me to want to start him, especially in a low-volume passing offense. So I'm a little torn here in deeper leagues. If you want to take the stab at it, go ahead with Justin Jefferson, but I don't think I'm ready for him just yet. Kirk Cousins just has not shown that he's a good enough quarterback right now um, in this offense, and this offense has not shown that it's it wants to support more than one wide receiver. Um, even last week, Adam Thielen saved your week with a touchdown, but it was still the Justin Jefferson Jefferson show. Before that, it's the Adam Thielen show. So, uh, you know, I, I'm I'm not sold on this offense having two good wide receivers. I think you're looking for one, and if you're going for the volume, if you're going for the talent, you have to go with Adam Thielen. Um, but. Like I said, if you're a risk taker, if you're if you're a ceiling chaser, I guess go ahead and and start uh, Justin Jefferson. I guess he's probably a good uh, free guy in DFS lineups. Um, although I don't love the Kirk Cousins stack there. Uh, Deshaun Watson, Will Fuller should be a good one. Deshaun Watson, I think will tear it up on the ground a little bit. And then David Johnson. Uh, this this defense has been. Um, this this Minnesota defense has been just decimated by injury. So David Johnson, I do expect to have a pretty good game. Um, Duke Johnson still banged up. And I think David Johnson is going to be the sneaky winner of this game. He's going to be the sneaky beneficiary of this game, uh, both in the pass game and the run game, because Minnesota's defense is terrible. They're stinky. And uh, at both teams at 0-3, you're going to have one of them get their first win. My money... Is on the Houston Texans. I think they are a better team. I think they've had a tougher schedule and they've played decent against these uh, these tough opponents. The Vikings have looked bad against bad teams. Um, now we get into the uh, probably my favorite matchup of the week, and that's the Seahawks versus the Dolphins. And I mean, you expect Seattle to just destroy the uh, Dolphins, but. I really like the over-under. It's set at 53, 54 in that range. And so I, I like that this is going to be a high-volume passing game. Russ is cooking. Fitz is cooking. You know, he's like, you have, this week, you have Preston Williams, Mike Gesicki, and uh, Devontae Parker, all as valuable options. Because in order for the Dolphins to stay in this game, in order for them to have a chance to win this game, ryan fitzpatrick ryan fitz magic is going to have to sling it and so this is going to be an incredibly high volume passing game uh the seahawks are going to dominate the dolphins secondary it's banged up secondary and you have very good wide receivers very good quarterbacks i mean you watch stefan diggs just go crazy against uh the dolphins this past week and so I expect, uh, I expect a lot from the Seahawks wide receivers, especially Tyler Lockett. I think Tyler Lockett's going to continue to have just an unbelievable season as long as Russ is cooking. Um, the run game, on top of that, the run game is it, it's not great right now. You have Chris Carson's injured. You have Carlos Hyde, who is just a, a grinder between the tackles. Not a great uh pass catching back. So I don't see the Seahawks running the ball a ton. I think the Dolphins are going to to throw the ball a lot. Miles Gaskin um will probably have some volume, but they're going to have to abandon the run game because the the Seahawks should get up pretty quickly and their secondary is pretty bad. So um if I'm playing DFS this week, and I will be playing a couple slates, this is the game that I want to have players in. I'll probably go Ryan Fitzpatrick because he's going to be cheaper than Russell Wilson, and he's still going to have to throw um, a ton of volume. And, and then I just want all the wide receiver in, the, in this game. Both secondaries are terrible. Both secondaries are very, very bad and just have been absolutely porous. So um, go ahead, start anyone and everyone from this game uh, in the passing game and and be ecstatic with the production you're going to get. Um, again, Miles Gaskin may be worth a start, but like I said, the, the Dolphins are going to have to abandon the run game at some point. We are the Fantasy Football Astronauts, and we are blasting off again. All right, so the news just broke now as i was recording that the steelers titans game will be postponed it will not happen this week there's another player that tested positive so um yeah no no steelers titans game talking about that really quick i've seen just kind of a flurry of what do we do with our players this week and as a commissioner what my suggestion is is you just count this as a bye week people are asking will these points get added back once they play no that that's not how it's going to work um uh, obviously, you kind of planned on them having their bye week when they have it in, in week seven, eight, nine, or whenever they are. But you know, this is a weird year. You can only do so much as a commissioner, and so just saying, "Nope, this is your this is their bye week." Figure it out. Yeah, they'll have a down week, but they also get that middle of the season week back where they normally would have had the bye week. So it kind of cancels out. I mean, don't overthink it. Just make it a bye week, and uh, and let let bygones be bygones. Um, so again, nothing nothing to say there with the Steelers-Titans. But the Browns-Cowboys. Now this is one that uh, that actually has a pretty good um, line here. It's uh, 56. The over-under is set at 56 points. And so that they're expecting it to be a pretty high-scoring game. And the Cowboys' defense has been bad. The Browns' offense has been mediocre pass-wise, but very good running the ball. And so I expect again Nick Chubb kareem hunt to have the vol- the volume and uh, the value there now when we're looking at the wide receivers and I just was on a podcast the other night with uh with the true North boys and we talked about this so so Odell Beckham jr is getting twenty eight percent of his team's target share Jarvis Landry down under 20 right around 20 um, and so normally you say okay that's that's Perfect, right? You want Odell at 28%. You want Jarvis right around there. That's normal team, that's plenty of volume. Um, unfortunately, with this Browns team, they are a run first offense, and so 28% of Baker Mayfield's passing attempts versus 28% of Matt Ryan's passing attempts are very different numbers, very different numbers. So Odell still scares me a little bit in the volume department. Um Fortunately, this week, the Cowboys' defense is pretty porous, so I think Odell's a good start, Um, and if you drafted him, you, you have to start him, but I'm a little bit concerned about Jarvis still. I'm a little bit concerned because he's never been the type that does well with limited volume, whereas Odell does well with whatever type of volume he gets. He's a special player. Jarvis has been someone that that thrives off volume, and so you you need him to have the proper volume in order to succeed. So I'm sitting Jarvis this week um, because I don't know. I, I think Kareem Hunt's really getting his targets, and I think they're going to go ground and pound. I think the Browns are going to score points, definitely put up a lot of points, but I think it's going to be funneled to Odell. And at that point, you're really just hoping for a touchdown for Jarvis, and I don't know that that's something I feel comfortable um, wishing for when as soon as they get in the red zone, it's Nick Chubb or Kareem Hunt that's getting the, the touchdowns or or maybe they throw to a tight end. Um, so that's kind of how I'm feeling with Jarvis right now. Odell, definitely a start this week. This is going to be a great week for him. And I think if you're a Jarvis owner, your best case scenario is to hope he pops off, to hope he has a good week and then sell immediately. And the, oh yeah, Jarvis is back, go go and, and then sell him because he's not getting the proper volume. Um, as far as the Cowboys go, This is, again, this is not a great Browns defense. And uh, I love Zeke, and I love all three wide receivers, and I love Dak. Like, this offense, this Cowboys offense, is something that you want a part of. Dak has some of the uh, the top five in passing attempts. And I think you're really seeing a point where he could definitely support three top-end wide receivers. He could definitely support a wide receiver one and two wide receiver twos, if that's kind of how it shakes out. Um, so big fan of all the Cowboys wide receivers this week. Uh, while I'm not an Amari Truther by any means, he should have good volume. Michael Gallup showing that he's still a great player, and then C.D. Lamb uh, getting involved in the pass game early in the games is exciting. So uh, yeah, that's that's you want everyone on the Cowboys offense. I think this is going to be a very good stack if you uh, if you play a DFS lineup with. Some Browns and Cowboys. I think that's going to be an excellent stack for you there. A great DFS slate um, for this week. So Browns Cowboys starts. Uh, start Chubb Hunt and Odell, and then I'm going to pass on Jarvis for this week. Um, but I do expect I do expect Odell to have a pretty big game. Uh, moving on, Cardinals Panthers. This should be uh an interesting one and this is another one we talked about. You wanted Kenyon Drake to be the guy uh but it just wasn't happening. Um you wanted you wanted DJ Moore to be the guy and it's just not happening with Teddy Bridgewater. You have Robbie Anderson uh being that that wide receiver one in Carolina and you have um Kyler Murray stealing a little bit of Kenyon Drake's rushing upside and You have uh, Kenyon Drake not producing with the efficiency that he has seen in the past. So this is one where, you know, I like this game. Um, I'm starting DeAndre Hopkins. I'm starting Kenyon Drake, you know, obviously starting Kyler Murray. uh, But I think we're getting to the point where we need to temper our expectations for Kenyon Drake. Uh, He's not a guy where I'm thinking, all right, this is going to be my RB1. And, and you didn't draft him that way. If, if you drafted him, you probably got him in the second, third round. And so he's your RB2, which is fine, but you're not expecting those boom weeks that you were hoping for. And, and so I think this is going to be a game where, yeah, he'll probably do well, but I, I'm, I've i lowered my expectations for Kenyon Drake. I had him way higher. Uh, I, was, I was way higher on him preseason, and, and I've tempered those. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins should eat. Kyler Murray should eat. And then the interesting one that... For for this week is Andy Isabella. Andy Isabella has come on as of late, uh, and and so he's an intriguing one for me this week. Uh, The points projected points is fifty one, or the over under rather, is set at fifty one point five. So they expect this to be a pretty good scoring game, and I'm I'm thinking most of the scoring is going to come on the Cardinals' side of the ball. Uh, it, it's something that, yeah, I want this offense. And I'm looking at Andy Isabella as, uh, okay, is this guy breaking out? Is is Andy as a baby hands going to have a, a, a good role in this offense, especially with Christian Kirk out? Is he cementing himself as a piece of this offense that Kyler trusts? Because he wasn't able to do that as a rookie. He wasn't able to step in and, and say, okay, I can be a legitimate NFL wide receiver here um and and now it's like okay well the door's open for him to show what he can do with Christian with Christian Kirk not playing so um so yeah he's he has some intrigue there the other interesting uh piece of this game is uh Teddy Bridgewater to Robbie Anderson has been an absolutely electric connection and i i love it and i mean you we were hoping that it would all funnel to DJ Moore but you know i it's it's not been the case Robbie Anderson has been uh everything that that he said he could be um he's just no longer with Adam Gase and so you kind of you're seeing yet another player unlocked by the removal of Adam Gase and um so I can't wait for Sam Darnold to be released from Adam Gase there uh the other guys Mike Davis don't forget that Mike Davis was a a a very sought after prospect um in high school and in college and and if you watch him you see why he's he never really gotten the shot he's always gotten injured um but now he's getting a shot to to get the workload for a couple weeks with Christian McCaffrey on IR and uh so i love love Mike Davis in this game he should be a, a fringe running back one this week um very easily locked into a running back two slot but a fringe running back one in my opinion you definitely start him with confidence uh Colts versus Bears Jonathan Taylor should have a good game. The Bears' run defense has been not so great and uh so I like Jonathan Taylor this week. But unfortunately I don't love the Colts' passing offense this week. I think I think uh it's been the the Bears have been pretty stingy. Um if you can get a mismatch of Mo Ali Cox on Danny Trevathan, I think that's where you're going to see uh the the best matchup is Mo Ali Cox kind of on these safeties. Uh, and on these linebackers, as long as it's Danny Trevathan and not Roquan Smith. So um, so Alley Cox and Jonathan Taylor are the two intriguing options there. Um, it's not projecting to be a very high-scoring game. Uh, over-under set at 43 points, so nothing crazy here. Um, although I would expect it to go over. The fun part is now that we have Nick Foles at the helm, um, I think all the Bears players get a bump. And, you know, I, I heard that in the huddle he told... Anthony Miller on that touchdown just run to the L. And so Anthony Miller got to the L, shook his defender, got to the L, and that's where Nick Foles put the ball, and it was a beautiful, magical touchdown. And so Nick Foles throwing three could have been five touchdowns in the second half of that Atlanta game. This Bears offense is about to be unlocked. Allen Robinson is going to have a an incredible rest of season. Um, and so I, I am hoping that the Bears win this one personally, but I, I'm starting all Bears players this week. Nick Foles, I think, is going to have another good game. Um, Allen Robinson, Anthony Miller, and uh, one of the tight ends, it probably will be Jimmy Graham this week. Um, David Montgomery, I think, will do well. Um, but this is this is an offense that I think you're going to see be unlocked here. I think you, you've just barely seen them scratch the surface. Um, so if they can get their run game going just a little bit, I think you'll see Um, Anthony Miller and Allen Robinson benefit a ton as far as uh, the number of catchable targets from Nick Foles so a big fan of this offense moving forward Um, and granted I am optimistic about the Bears uh, chances at success but looking at what Nick Foles has done historically and looking at what uh, how, how Nick Foles has been able to operate just in the Bears offense I think I think it's going to be a very exciting rest of the season for the Bears offense. I'm buying in huge to it. Um, the Ravens versus the Washington football team. Um, there's not... I mean, you're going to see Marlon Humphrey shadow Terry McLaurin. I'm not starting Terry McLaurin in any lineups this week. Um, Marlon Humphrey's a great cornerback. He just signed an extension for almost a $100 million. And so uh, so I'm expecting the Ravens to win this one handedly. I don't know what I'm doing with anyone on, on the Washington football team this week. I don't think I'll start any of them. And I think Lamar Jackson and Mark Andrews are the two guys that I want on uh, the Ravens. This is going to be a Lamar Jackson revenge week. Lamar Jackson is going to come out and absolutely dominate. Never, never Bet against a guy that just got humiliated, especially if his name is Lamar Jackson. Like, this is going to be an absolutely dominant performance by Lamar Jackson. He's, yeah, he's going to come out and just shred. So, Mark Andrews, Hollywood Brown, and I don't trust any one of the running backs enough. So, not a ton of fantasy value from this game outside of Lamar Jackson, outside of uh, Hollywood Brown and, and Mark Andrews there. So, uh, I'm sitting anyone I have on the Washington football team. This is a good Ravens defense is a bad Washington team, but it's not going to be a a pretty game fantasy wise. How about the giants versus the Rams? This should be a massacre. The Rams should dominate here. Um, Giants are a banged up team. I'm not starting anyone on the giants. I don't feel comfortable starting anyone on the giants. Um, Darius Slayton, you know, he he's, he's good. He'll be matched up against Jalen Ramsey. And I don't think that's a matchup that I like. Um, And then Daniel Jones, obviously, nothing to be excited there. Deion Lewis, Devonta Freeman, it's just not an offense that you want a part of. So I think the the Rams are going to absolutely annihilate the Giants. I think the run game is going to go crazy. Uh, You saw David Montgomery have an outstanding game against the Giants. And so I really like Daryl Henderson this week. I think he's going to go off. the sneaky one to watch this week is going to be cam Akers. it looks like he's getting healthy and so they could start to work him in and this could be a game where you see him have success so if you're in redraft and he has some success try and trade him after this week because i don't know that he'll have uh the rest of the season i don't know that he'll have the volume but this could be where we truly get a look at who cam Akers is going to be because it's playing against a, a bad Giants defense and it'll give him a a shot to really get worked into the NFL he hasn't really had a good chance at that yet so um starting anyone on the Rams this is this Giants team is is pretty terrible um not expecting much out of them over under set at 48 points and most of that's going to come on the Rams side so Robert Woods Cooper Cup uh Jared Goff and Daryl Henderson are, are the big ones that I'm starting there Tyler Higbee probably as well um But I don't like anyone on the Giants this week. Should be a a sit for every single player. Now, the Patriots at the Chiefs. This actually should be a decent game. Uh, Cam Newton has been playing pretty well. Patrick Mahomes has been absolutely electric. Uh, The over-under set at 53, so expecting a pretty high-scoring game. And, um, you know, I I like all of the pass-catching options in KC – Tyreek Hill uh should have a good game despite the fact that he'll be on Stefan Gilmore. They just move Tyreek Hill around so much that they they get him the ball in space. They're going to find ways to get him the ball. Sammy Watkins has come on, and I think he's going to continue to excel this week. And then Travis Kelsey, obviously. Um, so, so there's no one there's no one in this offense, this this Kansas City offense, that I'm I'm not playing this week. It's it's just all systems go for the whole offense, regardless of who they're playing. The Patriots, on the other hand, the Chiefs' defense has shown that they're, they're decent, right? They, they uh, did pretty well against a stout Ravens offense, a, a, a high-producing Ravens offense. And so, you know, this, isn't, this is isn't no-joke team. Now, Lamar Jackson did have a lot of success running the ball. and he had 80 to 100 yards on the ground against Kansas City. So I expect Cam to have a very successful fantasy week. I think he's going to do quite well this week but I don't love anything else about this offense Julian Edelman maybe but y- you know I I Nikhil Harry hasn't done enough to get going they rotate their running backs a ton Damian Harris is practicing again so now you could have a now you could have a Sony Michelle Damian Harris Rex Burkhead three-way James White four-way split combo I do not want any of this backfield I'm not starting anyone not named Cam or Julian Edelman this week from the Patriots. I think they're going to put up points. I just can't predict who is going to, so I don't want any part of that. And and that's the bottom line. Uh Bills Raiders. The Bills should dominate the Raiders, I believe. Uh the secondary for the Raiders is not great, so I like um Josh Allen's pass attempts. He's been, he's he's top uh oh no, he's he's number 2 I think in passing yards through 3 weeks. So I like Josh Allen this week's uh his they should decimate this Raiders secondary. Um John Brown, I expect to be healthy. Stephon Diggs, I expect to be healthy, and I don't think they're gonna have any problem getting these guys the balls, the ball. Um Gabe Davis has had a, a great start to his career. He's showing why everyone was so high on him. With John Brown coming back, I don't expect that Gabriel Davis will have a huge role, although it wouldn't surprise me if he has some fantasy value. Um, on some given weeks, but I expect both Stefan Diggs and uh, John Brown to be fantasy relevant, have good weeks this week. And um, and then the running backs kind of split, right? Zach Moss started practicing again. It looks like his toe is doing a little bit better. So, um, so I, I think this, again, is a running back, a backfield that I want to avoid. Devin Singletary did great when he was the sole back. But as soon as Zach Moss comes back, that value goes away. So it's looking like uh, just about one week that uh, that Zach Moss is, was missing um, shouldn't be much more. shouldn't I, I don't expect him to miss this game. So really, this this uh, game, I'm looking at uh, I'm looking at Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, and John Brown. Those are my top three, and I don't really want anyone else from there. Uh, the Raiders guys are a little bit banged up. I expect Darren Waller to have a, a, a bit bigger of a, a presence this week and then uh, Josh Jacobs I think he's going to play really well uh, Tremaine Edmonds has been banged up with a shoulder injury you're losing uh, th- that whole interior of the the defense the whole uh, uh, front seven is a little bit banged up and so I think Josh Jacobs is going to have an excellent day and he's the one I'm most excited about on the Raiders um, I think he's the guy that uh, that's going to be able to exploit their injured front seven and and do some damage there. So, uh it's kind of a, a tale of two different types of offenses. The Bills I expect their pass game to be on point. The Raiders, not too excited about their passing game, but I think their run game is going to be excellent this week. Um Eagles 49ers this will be uh, if Jarek McKinnon is the starting running back if, if Raheem Mostert misses time, Jarek McKinnon is going to have a great week. Um, Eagles are not able to stop a ton right now, and so I think you'll see. Uh, I think you'll see George Kittle back. I think you'll see uh, Jerick McKinnon out there getting most of the snaps, and I think you'll see uh, Brandon Ayuk start to uh, or continue his trend here. So I like those three. The Eagles. This is not a good Eagles team. They're all banged up. They're all sorts of banged up. So the only guy I really want is Miles Sanders. Um, y- you know, like Dallas, Miles Sanders and Zach Sorry. Dallas Goddard on IR. They brought in Hakeem Butler, who's an interesting waiver wire ad. I don't know how much he's going to get involved in this first game. They have him listed as a tight end. So um, this, this Sunday night game, Eagles 49ers. I want more 49ers players. I think the 49ers are going to decimate them. It's only really a Miles Sanders, Zach Ertz uh, question there. Like, do you have them? Do you want to start them in DFS? Because if you have them, you're starting them every week. Um, but there's there's no... It doesn't feel like there's anything that's really uh, below the surface. Nothing you can really dig into on either of these teams because it, it's just such a bad secondary and it's such a banged-up 49ers team. Um, the deepest one I have for you is Brandon Ayuk because it, it looks like he's getting some more volume. Now, the other most exciting game of the week... Packers versus the Falcons. Now, if Devontae Adams is back, I expect him to have a monster game. Allen Robinson destroyed the Falcons' secondary. They're all sorts of banged up, injured, COVID. Like, their secondary is destroyed. Allen Lazard should have a, a good role this week. Uh, Marquez Valdez-Scantling could have a good role, and and Devontae Adams. So, I think um, we're going to see... This Green Bay Packers offense just explode. Now on the flip side, this is a bad Packers defense. The Falcons are going to throw the ball like crazy, like crazy. So Calvin Ridley, Julio Jones, Russell Gage. If Julio is uh, is playing, Hayden Hurst. Like this is this is another game where I want all of everything. Uh, this the over under is set at fifty six and a half. There's even one site that has them at fifty eight points. Um, and so like you're expecting just a ton a ton of scoring everyone in this game that you you should be starting start the third string wide receiver like start marquez valdez scantling he could see a good amount of pass volume this week like if you are in a pinch marquez valdez scantling has incredible upside this week uh with the falcons secondary banged up so love it love russell gage uh, if he's if he's playing love Calvin Ridley, obviously love Julio Jones like this is a, this is a game where you cannot go wrong just just close your eyes, point your finger, grab a guy from this offense, plug him in, and play them with confidence um, that's all I have that's all I have for the day uh we'll be coming back. We should have another episode releasing later this week with Ryan Keaney uh dropping some stats and knowledge and analytics on you. Um, hope you enjoyed this run through of the game slate this week and, uh, go out there and, and win some fantasy games, go out there. If you need, if you have any questions, hit us up on Twitter, hit us up on Instagram. Make sure you follow us there, subscribe to our YouTube channel, um, because we're out here giving you all the content you need to dominate your leagues. Um, so hope you enjoyed this run through the game slate and I'll see you next week.